Hello and welcome to another episode of Aussie It Tells All, the podcast, Northwest Sports Talk. And today I'm talking with Adam from Northern California. Thanks, Adam, for coming on today. Hey, Oz Nation. How are you doing, man? Doing great. How are you? Doing really well. It's a scorcher down here in the Bay Area. It's like 115 degrees today. Seriously. Oh, wow. It's 95 today here, so that's pretty cool for us, I guess. <laughs> yeah, hot on the West Coast. Yes, absolutely. So, Seahawks played last night, the last game until week one next week. And uh, last night, Austin Davis versus uh, Boykin uh, last night. Um, Boykin didn't really play that well. He made some interceptions last night, and also he sacked. Austin Davis led the team to the win last night. What do you think will win this battle tonight or this weekend? This weekend. So, so I have been, I was fortunate enough to be able to go to the game yesterday in Oakland. As I said, I, I live in the Bay Area, and uh, I got to tell you, watching them both up close, it's not even mm-hmm. a competition to me. Like Austin yeah. Davis is is so much more the professional and what I think you need in a backup quarterback. I mean, let, let, let's be honest here. If Russell goes down, God forbid, like yeah. what do you what do you what are you really hoping to get from a backup in that situation? Do you want somebody that can? You want a wild card like Sharab Boykin or somebody that can like yeah. follow the offense, take the check down, protect the ball, and let and the defense running and let the defense and running Alex, game do the work? You know what I mean? Alex Smith type, basically. Yeah, Alex Smith light. Um, I mean, I'm not a, like a big Austin Davis fan or anything, but I feel like Trevon right. Boykin played played his way out of the number two spot. I mean, he just looked god yeah. awful the last two two games. <sighs> Yeah, it was his job to lose last night, and he definitely is in a spot that he might get um, on Sunday or, or tomorrow, possibly. Yeah, I mean, they could still keep him. You know, he's got so much athleticism and potential upside, but, mm-hmm. man, I mean, yeah. I, man, I, I would not want him coming into it. Like, let's, let's give you, let me give you a hypothetical. Let's say the Hawks are like, yeah. I don't know, 10, 10 and 3, and God forbid Russell goes down, and you need somebody to come in the last mm-hmm. three games of the season – and if you can go one and two in those games, you'll probably get the wild card. But mm-hmm. if you can go two and one, you yep. win the West. Who do you want? Yep. I definitely want close. Austin Nate Davis for sure because Austin Davis has has NFL experience to win games um, in the NFL, but he does not have game, games unless he plays in scrap time. That's my opinion. Well, he did – Actually, Boykin played pretty well the second half of that San Francisco game last year, week 17. He came in and moved the change and right. sealed the clock. But uh, Russell yeah. Wilson did all the heavy lifting to get him the lead. Yes, right. As I was saying, it's in scrap time. It's not really a pressure yeah, I, situation that he was in. So I'm not comfortable with Boykin at all at this point. I hope they keep Davis, and, I hope, sure. they, and, I, and I hope they scour the league. Um, for a practice squad quarterback to, you know, groom and develop to be the next Trayvon Boykin. Or, hell, Trayvon Boykin yeah. might be eligible for the practice squad. You know what I mean? I don't know that anybody claims that. <laughs> yeah, that. right. Um, now, Brock Osweiler got cut by the Browns. Any interest in him bringing him over Nate Davis, I mean, Austin Davis or Boykin? No, not at all. He is, a, he is such a big lumber. He's like an elephant back there. What is he, like seven yeah. foot seven? Like he's like he's like yeah. a. Yeah. I was being, I was joking, but he's a big lumbering. St- that is not who you want with a suspect offensive line. He would get just killed back there. Absolutely. Now Hawks have been busy today. Um, they've been a three trade so far today. They traded away seventh round pick to the Patriots for cornerback Justin Coleman. 
184, big, big cornerback, and also traded away uh, Tremaine Brock, defensive back to the Vikings for seventh round pick. And the big one today, traded away uh, Jermaine Curse to the Jets with some small picks for all pro tackle Sheldon Richardson. What do you think about the trades today for the Hawks? I mean, I think the, the cornerback swap is probably a good thing. I was not impressed with Tremaine Brock at all, like at all what I Same. saw. I didn't think he, he, was I didn't think he, he looked was ready. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think he fit the defense very well, or he just was, wasn't was staying in the, in the workout room over the offseason. He didn't look good. So they're getting yeah. a guy that's been with the Patriots in the league, former Seattle practice squad guy, Justin Coleman from the Pats. And, they're, you know, they're roughly trading a fifth round for a seventh rounder to get a better – corner, you know, a fifth, sixth corner in their defense. You know, I assume that John yeah. Schneider can make that call better than I can. So, so that's all fine. Yeah. I, I, think it's a, I think it's a net gain, but I don't think it's really a game changer. But what is a game changer yeah. is getting a stud yeah. tackle on that defense. Like, when was the last time, like, who was the last, like, big stud defensive tackle that was disruptive and making big play? Like, maybe, like, Mebane had a couple years where he was just yeah, and, and, I mean, if you want to go back to, like, a real yeah, stud, like, right. real game changer, yeah, yeah. Hez, Hez right, may be the right, only right. guy. Yeah. And, and Sheldon yeah. Richardson has certainly shown that he can do it at a high level. Put him mm-hmm. on that defense. Give the quarterback pressure oh. up the gut. Pushing the quarterback yeah. backward right into Averill and Bennett mm-hmm. and Frank Clark. I love it. I love it. You got Michael Bennett, Cliff Averill, Frank Clark, Richardson. Oh, that is Cassius. a lethal – and March too. Yeah, Cash is coming in, rotating will, in. Yeah, yeah. Quentin Jefferson mm-hmm. rotating in. Like I, David Bass could make the team. Like, he's look good this preseason. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, yeah. we, you went from like a position like yesterday before they acquired Sheldon Richard. We were probably thinking, yeah, the defensive yeah. line is good, and now it's like, dude, that yeah. defensive line is awesome. You know what I mean? It's elite. Elite. It's like NFL. Watch out. You know, it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, I can't wait to get him um, get him acclimated. Yes, come on in, baby. Um, so, Chris Carson, he's rookie out of Oklahoma State, sixth round pick. I think sixth or seventh round pick. Um, he's been their starter this season so far. What do you think his role is this year on the team? You know, he was actually a seventh round pick. He was four picks away from being Mister Irrelevant. I don't know if you knew that, but oh, he was like the fourth. Did not know the fourth from last person taken in the draft and the dude's going to make the team and get playing time. Um, you know, it's, it's really tough to say what his role is going to be, isn't it? I mean, there's, it's just a crowded backfield yeah. right now. Some guys are healthy. Some guys do this. Some guys do that. I, I, I don't know. Honestly, it feels like, it feels like one of those old like computer games, like uh, Warcraft where you had like, you had orcs and trolls and, you know, berserkers and ogres. And it's like everybody had, like, the one thing they were good at, and, and together they became an army that could go attack people. And that's kind of what the running game feels like right now. Like, they all kind of have their own little strength. Yeah. But it's, mm-hmm. it's a little unclear how all those jigsaw pieces are going to fit in together. What I will say yeah. is that Chris Carson has been making plays on special teams, which means he'll be active on game yeah. days. And if, you're, and if you're active on game days yeah. and you're running hard, we know Pete Carroll will give you the ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. On the same um, topic there, running backs, um, C.J. Procise and Thomas Rolls have been nicked up their whole careers with Seattle so far. What do you think um, their longevity is to stay healthy this year possibly down the road? Well, it's tough, isn't it? I mean, 
CJ Procise, honestly, I don't have a lot of faith in. I feel like, yeah. like how, how, if you're going to be healthy, wouldn't you be healthiest when you're young? Like, he's only going to get older. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, right. I, I, he's very, he's very intriguing, but it's, it's almost like, he's almost like a coach killer. He's like that really hot girl that's completely crazy and you can't date her for those reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you want, right. you want him on your roster because of his, his crazy unique playmaking ability and his ability to, to run routes as a third down back. I think he's really dynamic, mm-hmm. special as a, as a route runner out of the backfield on third downs. But do you really want him yep. running the ball on first and second down? Because I don't. Yeah, he just gets uh, a glass house when, when to break any moment. Yeah, and Rawls, you know, I, I'm i a little hesitant to say that Rawls is injury prone. I know he had the broken leg, and then he came back yeah. and he, like, broke, he broke another part of his leg, like like his second game back or whatever. But yeah. when healthy, the, dude, the dude's been so good. So, I, I don't know, I hold, I hold out hope that he's healthy. He's going to be back to his old self. I mean, he's got, he's got the heart of a lion. I really root for him. I think he – I honestly prefer him to Eddie Lacy, and I sure you, I think you want to ask me about Eddie Lacy too, but I, I, I prefer Tom yeah, Charles yeah. in our yeah. offense to Eddie Lacy. He's more – he's shiftier. He's, he runs just as hard. You can't tell me that Eddie Lacy runs harder. He's just bigger. You know what I mean? And bigger isn't always – Yeah, better, I mean, especially not when – especially when we don't have a great little line. Sure. Now, on the same uh, – Topic there on uh, running backs. Eddie Lacy comes to mind. Uh, played his whole career in, in Green Bay, and now he's coming to Seattle for see how he can do. Um, they play Week One in Green Bay on September 11th on Fox. Um, do you think Eddie Lacy is extra motivated to win against his old team? Yeah, probably. I mean, pretty much every former every athlete you talk to, and former athlete talks about how sweet it was to go back to the team that let them go, or traded them, or didn't resign them, or whatever, and how sweet it is, and how mm-hmm. how they circle that game, and you know, to really take it to heart. And, and I believe all those things, but at the same time, I don't think it matters. Mm-hmm. I think the game's going to come down to yeah. Russell making plays and the defense stopping Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you. Now, one more thing before we head on to some more topics here. Um, we moved up. We let Hauska go here last year. He had his ups and downs, a lot of downs last year, obviously. Now, he's still one of the best kickers in the NFL, but he did cost a little penny to keep. So now we bring in uh, Blair Walsh, who um, had the 27-yard wide left play um, against the Seattle in, in Minnesota last season. Um, but do you think – coming to Seattle will have a fresh start and you will do better in Seattle under Pete Carroll's regime. You know, you know, kicking is so psychological and I, I really think that yeah. um, a kicker, especially maybe more than any other position would benefit from the kind of positive reinforcement like camp that Pete runs. And so I'm actually pretty optimistic mm-hmm. that Blair Walsh is going to have a solid year. I don't know that he's going to be, yeah. you know, you know, Adam Vinatieri of, the early thousands or anything like that, but I think he'll be a very serviceable right. kicker, and I think he'll you know hit yeah. you know roughly ninety eighty five to ninety percent of his kicks, and you know ninety five percent of his PATs, and I think the team is good enough around him that that's really all you need. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Now when he when he got him, I was like, okay, let's let's, let's get this guy in, and hopefully he get, does well. And so far, what I've seen so far from him, he has over kicked my, you know, what I thought he would do. So I think if he keeps that going, I think he'll be fine. He, he's out kicked your coverage. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. 
Yeah, you know what I'd like to see more of? I'd like to see a little more of uh, his his touchbacks. I you know he he was yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Pre- yeah. presented mm-hmm. as somebody that could really kick the ball out of the back of the end zone a lot and force touchbacks on kickoffs. I haven't been seeing it much in the preseason, yeah. but but there's probably a few right. reasons for that. I assume the coaches want him to. I assume that the coaches want the kickoff team to cover the kicks as part of preseason help their evaluation. Yeah. I also assume that the other sure. team want to return kicks to show the coaches what they can do. So maybe it'll be a little different in the regular season. Yeah. I hope so. Because um, with the Chiefs game, that it was uh, the guy from Oregon went like 97 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. Um, you know, Jermaine Curse completely whiffed on that tackle, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you're uh, – Anthony yeah, Thomas, he, he cut back right towards Jermaine Curse. And Curse took a bad angle, and Anthony Thomas ran right through his arms, and it was, he was gone. It's not like the kicker yeah. was catching him at that point. Absolutely. And, uh, all right, we're going on to uh, the week one here. Uh, what will the Seahawks have to do to get the get, get advantage on the road early in Green Bay? You know, you know, Russ has looked so good in in the preseason, and if he, mm-hmm. if he can just yeah. maintain that level of play, I don't need more. But if he can just maintain that yeah. level of play and really move the chains, score points, and the defense does their thing like they always do, I mean, I, I feel like they've got a great shot. Now, now here's the problem with playing Aaron Rodgers is that yeah. five or six times a game, he'll make these throws that you just can't defend. <laughs> that he'll just make these incredible yeah. throws on elite-level defenses that seriously no one can defend. And all that you hope is that in addition to those throws, that you make tackles before yeah. the guy is gone. You know, he's got, those, right. those throws are going to happen, and those receivers are going to make those catches. Yeah. You just want your guy there to tackle him when they do. And so if you can minimize those from being touchdowns, and at the same time, if you can take advantage of the few mistakes that he will inevitably make because he's a little overconfident with that arm, you know, then you, you have just as yeah. good a shot as any other time. And the other thing is Green Bay is historically kind of a slow-starting team. You know what I mean? They, they tend yeah, to, are, you know, get after, to get after yeah. these two-and-two, three-and-two starts. And I think if you oh, were right. ever going to play, if you were ever going to play them, it might as well be the beginning of the year before it gets cold in Green Bay. So, I mean, what are you going to do? It's a tough, tough. Op- it's a tough road opener. What are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. On the same subject as Rogers, I was going to ask, um, can the Hawks contain him? Not like you can't. Not like can you contain him for for a game? You have a chance. Well, they they have in the past. I mean, I don't, I, I don't yeah. have. Yeah. Here's, what, here's what I think the problem is. It's going into this game. Mm-hmm. I think that the, our rookie corner, Skill Griffin, is is going to be picked on. And, yeah. you know, over the course of a game, you you'll see it again and again on third downs when you get into man when you get into good third downs like third and sixes, third and sevens, third downs that the defense should be able to win. Who are they going to target? They're going to target Shaquille Griffin. And with as yeah. with as cre- with as creative as that offense is going to be, it's easy to mm-hmm. see them converting three to four extra third downs and, uh, that maybe a more experienced corner could prevent. So yeah. that that makes that makes me nervous. We've, we're going to have a rookie out there a lot in this game, and that makes me nervous. But you know, Green Bay is going to have their rookies out there too, and I think Seattle's mm-hmm. offense can certainly handle Green Bay's defense. I, I think with the new addition of Sheldon Richardson, I think that will put more pressure on Aaron Rodgers. I think he might, he might have a long day at the office, possibly, you know, with Cliff Averill and 
uh, Bennett, Clark, Marsh, and and now Sheldon in the mix. You know, you know, I I remember this one game, and uh, I believe it was uh, the year. But oh, you know what it was? It was the Golden Tate touchception game. The uh, <laughs> the fail Mary. We had like eight, we had like eight sacks in the first half. Do you remember that? Yep. Well, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, every other time we play Green Bay, I don't feel like we've done a great job at actually getting to Aaron Rodgers. So, I, you know, I'd like to see that change, and I think Sheldon Richardson's a, a, you know, a big boost towards that. But he's not an easy one yeah. to sack. First of all, he's very mobile, and secondly, yeah, he knows yeah, the offense so well. He yeah. gets rid of the ball, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Um, now, as you know, Aaron Rodgers, um, he, has, he has a big ego on him. He's pretty cocky, you know, but I like him But uh, as a person. But um, do you think he'll have the guts to throw at 25 on Sunday? A few times. I don't think he's stupid. I think he's going to throw to them, throw to him, yeah. like, with the game on the line in the NFC Championship game, you know, against Michael Crabtree. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's yeah. stupid like that. Yeah. Uh, but, right. yeah, I, I mean, I think – First of all, Sherman's not exactly what he was three years ago. You, you can beat him underneath mm-hmm. sometimes, and, and Sherman almost yeah. gives them to you now. It's, I mean, he'll throw him a few times. I don't think it's going to be a, a theme. I think Shaquille Griffin's going to get thrown at a lot mm-hmm. more, and I think, you know, the linebackers over the middle. Yeah. But like K.J. Wright could have a tough game. We'll, we'll see how it goes. To your point about him being kind of a cocky guy, you know he broke up with Olivia yeah. Munn in the offseason, which I think actually spells that's trouble for the rest of the league. Yeah. It's ridiculous that he broke up with her. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's very yeah. good looking, but I've heard that she's kind of crazy yeah. and that yeah. she was really controlling him. Uh, <laughs> so I actually, I actually oh, no. think from a, I think from a football standpoint, he's probably going to be better off. Yeah, probably. Most That's likely. all speculation. We'll I don't really have any inside details on their relationship. <laughs> no insiders in Los Angeles, Green Bay, nothing like that. Yeah. All right. Um, so, on this on this next thing here, um, what player do you want to watch? Who, who's to watch for you um, come Sunday? Player to look out for, make a difference in the game. Casein Williams. I want to see Casein Williams out Ooh. there making third and fourth corners yeah. miss. He has had a great yeah. season. He's always been super athletic. Like that's never been an issue with him. He's always been like one of the most athletic people on the football field. Every time he straps up. Now he's going to have a right. legit role in this offense. I mean, make no mistake, they were comfortable moving on from Curse because they had a guy like Casey Williams that they knew they could put into that receiving core and rely on. Um, I don't think yep. Darbo's ready. I don't think Lockett is ready. So I think you're going to see a lot of Doug Baldwin, yep. Paul Richardson, and Casey Williams. And I think uh, it's going to be his that's, time that's to shine. And, and, yeah. and then also Jimmy yeah. Graham. You, I mean, the, him and Russell of have to build that rapport. And who's going to cover Jimmy Graham on any team, let alone the Packers, who aren't, you know, the kings of pass defense? Yeah. So I'm I'm looking or for defense at all, for that matter. Yeah, I'm looking for Casey Williams to make some big third down grabs, and I'm looking for Jimmy to have a big game, 80 plus yards. Yeah, my my pick is kind of off the board, kind of like it's a hot take, kind of. Um, I know he's a rookie, but I think Shaq Griffin. I think. Um, to first to have a chance to be in the fourth, I think he has to make some big plays down the stretch. So I think I want him to make some big plays as a, as a rookie. I guess even though he gets one of the best to ever play, but I think he'll have a nice, a nice battle. Though I think we'll see what happens though. Yeah, I mean that'd be great if he does that. I think we win going away. Right? Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to say we. I think yeah. Seattle wins going away. 
See, yeah, you know, that, that's, that's a tough. To that's we, that's but, a tough. Yeah, I know it's just habit. It's a tough one, though. I mean, yep. he had a really tough opening game in Green Bay against Aaron Rodgers. So does, we'll yeah. see. I, I don't know. I just hope he doesn't get. Yeah. I just hope yeah. he doesn't get torched. So you're like you don't want to be like Stephen. Uh, Mike, uh, uh, what's his name? Or Stephen Tyrell last year against the Rams. Stephen Terrell, yeah, that guy. Well, he Terrell, was a safety, yeah. But, oh. but yeah. Yeah. yeah, he really got you killed he, a couple times. He yeah, he didn't do well. But uh, no. Oh, no, how did. fun will it <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying Stephen Terrell didn't play well. Go ahead. Oh, oh okay. Um, how fun will it be to see a healthy Russell Wilson, healthy Aaron Rodgers go at it all day on Sunday? It'll be fun to watch. I mean – I mean, this is what we've been waiting for, right? This is this is the NFL. Yeah. This is football. This is this is two of the top <laughs> yeah. five quarterbacks and franchises in the league going at it on opening day. With you know, I know I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but this has playoff seeding yeah. implications even in week one. Like even in week one. No doubt. No doubt. So so it's yep. it's a big game. You 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 wish you could have played this one in Seattle, but that's the way the schedule falls and. They got to go out and get a tough win, and that's part of being a great team. You got to be able to beat good teams on the road. Absolutely. Well, last thing here, a couple things. Last thing here. What are your, your final thoughts um, on the game coming up, and also your score prediction? Oh, uh, definitely taking the Seahawks. Um, I don't, you know, I don't think mm-hmm. they're going to get. I, you know, I like them like about like twenty-seven. 20, something like that, 27, 23, okay. it's going to be close. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, it's not going to yeah. be more than a score in Green Bay on opening day. Corner. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think yeah. I think in the end, Seattle's got, you know, if I had to give like a 1 out of 10 score, I'd say Seattle's got like a 9 out of yeah. 10 defense, and Green Bay's, you know, maybe a 6. And I think that's six where you seven. have to take advantage. Yeah, you have to. Your offense has to take advantage of that defense, and you can't let the crowd get to you. Mm-hmm. The weather shouldn't the weather shouldn't be a factor in September, and you you got to make your plays. Yep. And I count I count on Russell consistently to do that because he always has. Yeah, yeah. For me, my score is almost close to yours, but mine is twenty seven seventeen Seattle. I think that might be like a ten point win somewhere around around there, but it's still a close game. All the, all 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 the more. And I think Russell um, will be running around for life, um, like he always does. And I think he'll make plays. That's what he's best doing that. Also, I think Doug will have a big game too. I think uh, we'll be offense. Defense. I think we have a good shot to win the game because our defense is way, way talented more than their offenses, in my opinion. Yeah, I. You know, we haven't even talked about Doug Baldwin really, but yeah, he, how yeah, good is right. he looked in the preseason? He has looked oh. amazing. He he oh. looks uncoverable at times. Uncoverable. And uh, you know, Green Bay is Green Bay. Green Bay is not known for their for their, you know, covering corners. So I think I think Doug could have a great game too. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ones I loved him this year so far I've seen was Winston Minnesota Vikings when he had that little up and out and up and down. The one he had the the ankle breaker on. That's pretty awesome. The the whiskey route. Whiskey, yeah, that's right. The whiskey route, yeah. No, yeah, that was great. Doug, that was I mean, fantastic. Doug is such an all-American. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's yeah. such a great story of like working hard and and doing the right things. You know, he's, he's such a undrafted guy that you know developed a niche for himself in this offense and and just grew and grew and worked harder and harder and suddenly 
suddenly he's a top 10 wide receiver mm-hmm. in this league. He was an undrafted guy. Like, who would have predicted that? Like, way yeah. to go, Doug. You, you, more people should be like yeah. Doug Baldwin. Yeah, man, he's he's all class too, man. Except for the Super Bowl game where he had that little incident. But, yeah, except you know, for that whole. Those things, things happen. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what that was. was. I really, um, I really don't. Yeah. Must be a young guy just thinking he's all that. I guess I don't know. But I do want to wish you thank you for coming on the show today and talking about Seahawks and about the game coming up and hopefully you can, can do it again sometime. Yeah, Oz, had a good time. Uh, yeah, we'll do it again in a few weeks. Uh, enjoy the game, man, and enjoy your Liberty weekend. You too. And uh, once again, uh, my name is Ozzy. Thank you for listening to my podcast. You have a great day. Thank you very much. See you guys.